Hello and welcome to How About Them Huskers. My name is Will Francesco, and I'm joined, as I always am, by my grandpa, Husker Dan from Husker Max in the beautiful city of Omaha, Nebraska. Grandpa, how are you doing this fine Wednesday? This is the latest we've ever recorded in a week, but uh, work schedules and everything just ended up pushing us back. But I'm just glad to get to talk about this Maryland game with you. Not necessarily the way it turned out, but just kind of the aftermath and everything and previewing Wisconsin here. How you, how you, have you been holding up in, over there in Omaha, Grandpa? Yeah, I think you're you're right. We have, we, this, we're doing this at uh, 6 o'clock Eastern, Eastern time, Central time. Uh, on Wednesday, the whatever this is, what day? Fifteenth. Fifteenth. Fifteenth November. Yeah. Short naps are great. Um, yeah. So it's a little bit. I, I didn't think we were going to be able to do one this week, and I I wrote in my column. I said, <clears throat> "How about them Huskers?" And I said, "Well, due to schedule conflicts, we we weren't able to do a podcast this week, but we'll see you next week." Well. Little did I know that you texted me last night. Can we do one today? I said, sure. <laughs> well, why not? Well, all the people. The show must go Max. on, right? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. yes. And and we have we have loyal listeners, not not from Husker Max, but uh, the, the, all the people subscribed to Apple Podcasts and all that fun stuff. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, the, the people that do see this episode, listen to that. We appreciate all of you listening every single week. Um, where do you want to start with this Maryland game here, Grandpa? Because there's a, <laughs> we, we talked about this before. We don't want to beat a dead horse to death there's a lot of things that we've said over and over before with this nebraska team that compiled uh, and and had us end, end up lose this game on a walk-off field goal which is way closer than i thought it was going to be uh just with this maryland game well, but uh where do you yeah, want to start here grandpa because there's a lot of interesting turnovers. directions you had three interceptions and two fumbles is that what it was or was it four interceptions and one fumble i, I, I think it was Three three interceptions and two fumbles, I believe, is what the I mean, final. And, and you're were. you're in a position to win the game late in the fourth quarter. That I, that is insane. If we didn't have a defense, oh sorry, we'd be getting killed. Yeah, that's a good point. It, it sorry, it was four interceptions. You were right the first time. Sims threw two. Chubba Purdy threw one, and Heinrich threw one. I mean, it's just it's just in, uh, we're we're beating a dead horse i understand that but it is so frustrating and you would figure heinrich harburg had what his ninth start of the season by your ninth start you should be able to and i'm not criticizing him he's a kid from carney catholic and and he was snubbed or or snubbed snubbed by the uh, previous coaching staff and he was told uh, you know just don't even bother to show up or return this year and uh, then Matt uh, Rule comes out and and saves him. So I, you know, I get that, and I love I love the kid. He's the tank commander. He's tough. He's uh, he's a very good athlete, but he just doesn't. We just don't have a quarterback who can play in the Big Ten. If we had just a moderate, uh, you know, I'll, I'll go back to Joe Gans a few years ago. He was not a great player, you know, a runner or thrower, but he was he didn't make mistakes. And he he ran the ball. He ran the offense. And if we had somebody like that, just a steady Eddie, just somebody who doesn't mess up, we'd probably look at already at seven or eight wins, uh, and 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 probably win the last two games of the season. That's what it. That's what we've been facing, and it's so frustrating. And I know the kids; they don't want to fumble. They don't go into a game or a practice. I am. I want to fumble today. But I don't know. I, Jeff Sims, I think, is 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 he's injured mentally. I mean, I don't mean you know psychologically, but he's just he's. 
I don't know. It, it's gotten into his head. I guess that's it. And and yeah. I don't know if he's going to have time to uh, to figure it out. And and uh, so Purdy looked really good down the stretch. And then that gets down to that that third and goal call that uh, I just came unglued. I'm sorry. I thought that was the dumbest thing that that we could have done in that circumstance. You run the ball. If you don't get a touchdown, you kick the field goal, and you probably win the, the game. You, your defense is playing on a motion. Uh, they they may get uh, uh, Maryland to you know punt the ball or at least get them out and downs. And you and you walk away with the thirteen to ten ugly win. I get it, but you, you why you're throwing a, a pass? Uh, you know I, I just don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it either. And we were we were running the ball all over yes. them too. 183 yeah. yards on on just 40 attempts. Like in that situation, Matt Rule is aggressive. So my thinking when I was watching that was, okay, he's going to have it take two downs to get to the end zone there. Right. And you got two downs to get a touchdown to put this game on ice, basically the way your defense has been playing. Would be my thinking if I was a coach. So then I would want to play a little bit more conservative i guess and and if you don't end up getting the yards you want or comfortable with getting on that third down to convert the fourth and goal then kick the field goal and still trust your defense i just don't understand the pass plan with you grandpa I, it just was i mean I, I shut it off after that guy i mean i i, I kind of thought that we were going to lose after that it wasn't a uh real like it, it just was a as we were saying, don't want to beat a death horse to death, but it's a microcosm of everything that's been happening with Nebraska this year. There's improvements where we get to that third and goal. Last three, four years, we're not getting to that third and goal, and we're getting yeah. destroyed by this Maryland team because we'll fumble ten times more. Uh, it, but it's still, it's like play calling. Okay, sure. When it comes down to a critical moment in a game like that, like Nebraska needed this win. It, it, with every, we'll talk <laughs> about what happened in the Big Ten West. If Nebraska, man, if Nebraska won won these last two weeks. Yeah. Nebraska's up there with Iowa at the top of the Big Ten West in in that game in in a less than a week or just about a week here I should say is going to decide the Big Ten West title. Nebraska can still get in that, but it's going to take some work from other teams. And man, have the other teams of the Big Ten West been trying to hand the spot over to Nebraska? I'll tell you that right now. It's yeah, there for the right. taking. Uh, teams, Wisconsin and Minnesota are just losing to everybody that they shouldn't be losing to. Like, man, if Nebraska, if this Nebraska team was solid and won games, it should, and didn't make mistakes, oh, yeah. we'd be seven and seven, and three at this point, maybe even close to being ranked. Uh, and, and in the challenge for the big 10 West with, with the game against Iowa to really decide it. And there's nothing else anyone can do about it. We just have to perform in that one game. And I feel like that's a lot easier than having to worry about, okay, well now you have to beat Wisconsin. Okay. Well now you have to hope that Minnesota beats Wisconsin or something weird happens there in the last week of the season. You have to hope that Minnesota loses this week, which I I doubt they will. I I don't know exactly who they're playing. Maybe they're playing someone extremely tough, but we'll see. Um, but it's just like, I, I don't understand that play call. It really, like, there are certain play calls, okay, beginning of the season, you can forgive that. But now when it gets down to crunch time and we need a bowl win and you're giving away games like that, that's the that's the problem for me. And I'm I'm sure that's a problem for a lot of Husker fans listening or at least out there that, that we've been talking with, uh, either, either listeners have been talking with or uh, Grandpa and I have been talking with. It's just, I mean, you can't do that. And and people are gonna people have been saying, oh, you should fire Satterfield for that call. That's not the right decision. He's turned around the offense a lot this year. I think that there's a lot of positives that have come out of this year. I'm not 
downgrading that. I'm gonna. I'm not complaining about five wins. I think a lot of Husker fans would be foolish to complain about five wins after given these last couple of years. Uh, and and five wins the way that we won. It, it not necessarily. It's the, it's the process, not the product right now. And I do believe we'll still make a bowl. I think that they, I mean the chances are getting slimmer and slimmer. Obviously, you got. You lost that Michigan State game that you should have won, uh, and then now you have Wisconsin. Who, I mean, Wisconsin's really kind of been stuck in a rut though for the last ever since uh, their their transfer quarterback Tanner Mordecai went out for the is da- is down and out for the year. No, uh, no, ever no, s- no, 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 no. He came back last. Oh, he Saturday. came back last week. He went thirty. I thought he was out for 40, the year. No, thirty-one for forty-five for two hundred and fifty-five yards, and they still lost to Northwestern. Huh. Well, anyway, but still like teams like Wisconsin with with that stat line and still having 10 points on the board, like you've you've got to win these games. And now it just puts more pressure on your team. And now you have you run into problems like, oh, now Heinrich's injured or something. He he twisted his ankle or something to his calf. It looked like during the game and he came out. But uh, uh, as you're saying, Grandpa, he wasn't playing super great. And I didn't really trust him to. to go back in there and get the job done. Really, I don't know who I trust. I wish we had a, a Tommy Armstrong or a, a Tanner Lee or somebody. I was looking at uh, the stat lines earlier for Jeff Sims and uh, Heinrich Harburg. Heinrich has seven touchdowns, seven interceptions on the year. Sims has one touchdown and six interceptions on the year. Those are passing, obviously. Sims has had more rushing touchdowns and Harburg's had his share of rushing touchdowns as well. But still, that is atrocious. Uh, and it, you can't have a one-to-one ratio for those, or in Sims' case, you can't have a one-to-six ratio. Like that is just it's terrible. Insane. That's it's crazy. Insane. I it, never thought I'd see that stat line. And as you were saying, if we just had a quarterback that can play the Big Ten, Nebraska probably wins the Big Ten West. And and now it, that obviously that's not the goal. That would be nice. It's the last year of it. Uh, we weren't expecting it coming into the season. That would be a huge bonus and something good to jump off of for for Matt Rule's first years, winning the Big Ten West, and making it to a conference championship game with a, well, I guess it'd be like a seven and five record. That's kind of odd, but uh, I mean, still, it's you got to win the games that are given to you. Maryland tried to let Nebraska win this game for three quarters. Four yep. quarters, even uh, it, it, you, they let them get all the way. Like Nebraska's offense does not go on drives, and they went on drives against Maryland, a lot of them, and it, it just was so disappointing to watch. The, what's the uh, one thing that Maryland had that Nebraska did not have? What's the, what's the difference maker in that? It, I think the difference maker is they didn't have Jeff Sims behind center. Who <laughs> uh, I mean, right, <laughs> Mister Fumble Machine. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was gonna say Tulai Tagovailoa. Uh, he threw one pick. Which, okay, maybe that changes this game, but 283 yards and one touchdown. And Nebraska, at one point towards the end of the second half, or sorry, towards the end of the first half, um, he they they were driving, they get stopped on a fourth down. Maryland goes 73 yards or something like that in about it it seemed like five seconds, but it was it was like 30 seconds or something. It was yeah. uh, one really long pass play and then a 14 yard touchdown pass right to the same to the same guy and uh that's when i got that's when i kind of started getting worried and i i was listening to it on the radio back from uh back from uh denver i was i was there for a a volleyball tournament but uh back from denver and just listening to that you could hear the crowd just a hush fall over the crowd and i think everyone at that moment knew man i mean 
this is going to uh, this is not going to turn the way we wanted it to. And then it got a little bit more noisy as we headed into the third. Nebraska scores 10 points and was leading for a lot of this game. And it was tied until the the final play, obviously. So it, 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 Nebraska just spoiled the chances to, to lose. Jeff Sims having th- uh, three total turnovers of the five. He had more than 50 percent of the team's turnovers. And as you're saying, Grandpa, he's in his head. Hey, yeah. You're totally right. I don't understand why rule keeps playing him. He keeps trying to give him chances and it doesn't work. He fumbles every single time he touches the ball. It seems like, and and, and the plays aren't there. We've seen flashes earlier this year, but the flashes are not enough. And Harburg obviously provided more potential, but when he goes down, I trust Chubba Purdy more and Chubba Purdy still did not play well. And he has not played well since he's been at Nebraska period. I believe, I don't think he's had a single good game as a Nebraska player. I there's I just don't know what's going to happen. I'm really hoping that Danny Kalen comes in and saves us next year. And, and yeah, finally I think they're going to the, go to the transfer portal and get. But you know, yeah, it shows you if we learn one thing that that recruiting is is not a a foolproof uh, endeavor. It's it's you're you're as as high as they were on on Jeff Sims, and we knew that he was a turnover problem when he was at Georgia yes. Tech, but they must have seen something somewhere along the line saying, hey, yeah. we can turn this guy around. And they crowned him, you know, the starter like in in April. And, um, you know, it's just that he is he's been a bust. It's just it's just bad. Uh, he, he's, been, uh, you know, they couldn't have been more wrong in a in a, you know, a transfer portal player then, I mean, you couldn't get much worse than that. And it, I think he's a great athlete. It just is, his mind is just uh, not, not coordinating with his body, whatever. He just is, it's a, it's a psychological, it's a, it's a not a psychological problem, but he, he just, it's in his head. It's a mental thing. And, and I don't know if he's ever going to get over it. If he doesn't, then he's gone next year. I think he should, I mean, I think it's smart. We talked about this last week on last week's episode, but I think that it would be smart for him to leave just because just because of what we talked about and that he's not going to get a chance after all this. Like, you kidding me? This was his one. If he played really well in this game, okay, I'm fine giving him more chances. I I still don't trust him completely. I don't I mean, I don't understand how rule does. Maybe it's just his best option. I don't know. I mean, I obviously he pulled him and put in party at the end of the game, but I mean, I, I don't know why Matt Rule keeps putting him in. If we put Purdy in, I don't know if it goes much better. It might go better. He, he, Purdy won't fumble because he's not running all the time. And I mean, it, it it really sucks because we saw a lot from Jeff Sims at the beginning of the year. He got excited watching tape, all that kind of stuff. Of course, the tape is just the highlights and all that kind of yeah, stuff. So it's right. the stuff that looks good. But right. it, Jeff Sims and Anthony Grant are kind of a, the same in my head, at least of just two guys that we've had big expectations for. Anthony Grant had a lot of expectations coming in last year. He played really well for a large majority of last season. Uh, and then he, I mean, and then, and then he just kind of fell off this year and started fumbling a bunch. And Jeff Sims, I think had a lot of potential coming in and then he started turning the ball over. And it's just, uh, I mean, I'm not rooting against the guy, obviously, but I want, I want my team to win and he's not giving my team the best chance to win. I think Chubb is doing that right now. So do you think Chubb is going to start on Saturday? Do you think rules going to go back to Sims yet again, grandpa? Well, I just, 
I think it's going to be Chuba, uh, and, and I don't. I think my, uh, the tank commander didn't practice yesterday. Now today that was Tuesday. Um, you know, if he can, you know, heal magically, but you know, it isn't like our, our starter gets hurt and he's been completing sixty five percent of his passes, has right. you know twenty eight touchdown passes and three interceptions. Right. That's not the case. So he's just like, well, if if Heinrich can't play, it's just like, I I think it's going to be pretty, and I I think it, if he's healthy enough to to go, but we have our our, our quarterback room is uh, is pretty small. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I I think you're right. I think it will be pretty. I hope it's pretty. Uh, and just because that interception was not his fault, uh, right. solely solely on that on that yeah. play call, and that was his only interception he threw. Other than that, I thought he played fine. I mean, it's not a huge deal. I mean, it was kind of a ho hum game. Like this was one of the more boring games in the Big Ten yeah, this I, weekend. I think, I think if I had been Satterfield or Rule, I would say. You know, if you have an RPO, I get that. But my instruction would be to your third string quarterback who has not even practiced all he didn't even practice all the plays that they that he was running. And that's a that's a credit to to uh Purdy Chubba. But I would say unless Maryland, all eleven of their defensive players fall flat on the ground, do not pass the ball. That on a, on a one condition, you know, just if everybody else is down. Then you might throw the ball, but don't do it if it's if it's even close. Don't do it. The the kid from Maryland made a great defensive play. He got a. It isn't as you said. It's not necessarily all Chubb's fault, and it's not his fault anyway. If the play is called and it's an RPO, and he sees that 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 is open, you know your instinct go for that. You know go for the yeah. path. But I, yeah. I think under those circumstances, with the kid who has not played, that's a, the most. Well, I don't know. I guess he he started a couple of games last year, and but for goodness sakes, just I, don't know. I just I just say run the ball, and if you don't get the touchdown, and the way that that Emmett Johnson has been running, who's to say we don't score a touchdown running the ball? Yeah, Who, who's to say that? I mean, we'll never yeah. know, of course, but but uh, just run the dang ball, get the field goal. You got. Uh, Tristan Alvano is an NFL leg. Um, you know, just walk away, and we we got the sixth win in our back pocket, and we can look to Wisconsin and Iowa and feel a little bit. You know, not the pressure is not going to be there as much. Although I think those kids are still wanting to win every game that they can. But right point is, you just you put that one in your back pocket, and you celebrate for a day, and and uh, the fans can celebrate. And you know, you're gonna play in the postseason, but now it's it's down to two games. And if they don't win Saturday night, then it's down to one game. And the pressure is just incredible. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, even you get Wisconsin is at Wisconsin next week. Am I correct in saying that? Yes. Yeah. So it'll be at Camp Randall. That place will be buzzing, I'm sure. Uh, and then, of course, you get the home finale against Iowa. Um, which one of those games do you feel – more comfortable saying Nebraska can win, Grandpa. Wow, I I think I think if I had to pick, I mean Iowa is look what they did to uh, to uh, Rutgers twenty two to nothing, and they had over four hundred yards of total offense. That's an Iowa team that that 
you know, it, it, the over and under on, on their games is like, you know, 11, 10 you know, 12 <laughs> yeah. points, you know, <laughs> it's just, they're, they're, they're as challenged as we are. And so then you look at, okay, if, if Iowa can do that, if they can turn around, and rack up 400 and some yards of total offense that maybe Nebraska can do that. But Iowa traditionally does not beat themselves. They have great special teams, great defense. And this time, you know, their, their quarterback they got from, uh, from Michigan uh, is, is out for the he's, season. Yeah. He's out for the year, but the guy that fill, that's filling in for him, um, Deacon Hill is playing pretty well. I mean, he, he, they, they don't make mistakes. Like you said, they don't pass the ball a lot either. So he's on the season. He said four touchdowns, five interceptions, which is not a great stat line, but uh, he's played pretty well against teams that I was needed him to play well against. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. They're eight and two and we're struggling to get to six wins. So um, yeah. I guess the question is, and I don't know if we have time to, well, probably don't need to talk about it much, but you just wonder if Kirk Ferentz will be coaching at at, uh, at Iowa next next season. I think that the way his son was treated was pretty shabbily by the athletic director. I gotta yeah. believe that that does not sit too well with uh, Kirk Ferentz, and he's a he's a he deserves more respect than that. He's a hell of a good coach. Oh yeah, he is. He, and he's had Iowa in the t- like in. I, I think the the accusation is probably that it's nepotism or something like that. If it if people are like, well, he, their offense stinks, but has Iowa's offense ever been good? It's before like it's before Brian Ferentz got there. It's not a Brian Ferentz problem. This is a Iowa football, right. just how they play. They don't make mistakes and they don't score lots of points. Right, and they beat you with defense and special teams and not making mistakes. Yep. So yep. I don't think that's fair. And and as a even as a Nebraska fan, as much as I hate Iowa and hate watching him win so much, I I have all the respect in the world for Kirk Ferentz and Brian Ferentz. Like the Iowa offense has just been a joke in college football for the past five to seven years. And so it's not it's, because of turnovers, like Nebraska. Exactly. Exactly. They move the ball, but they just. <laughs> right. It's it, see with 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 Iowa it's funny. With Nebraska it's not. Iowa doesn't commit turnovers, doesn't lose games. Nebraska it's not funny because we lose we lose games and commit a bunch of turnovers. So I yeah, I mean it is what it is. But we'll talk about that Iowa game coming up here uh next week on uh, on Sunday. Um what else you got to say about this Maryland game grandpa before I move on here? Uh, let's just bury that. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, bury that yeah. hatchet as well. Uh, let's go through the Big Ten scoreboard here real quick. We talked about a couple key games uh, that didn't go uh, in in ways that any team I did uh, maybe besides the teams that won uh, were thinking. Uh, you got Minnesota losing in a shootout, thirty to forty nine to Purdue of all teams. Uh, Purdue scoring forty nine points is blowing my mind. Uh, it just they ran all over them. Uh, Maccabi had. Uh, 153 yards and a touchdown on 17 carries. That is crazy. Uh, Minnesota's defense, I guess, is not that great. I, I, I mean, I guess I do remember that from when Nebraska played them. But uh, Mr. Jeff, I fumble all the time. Sims, I decided to just give them about 90 million extra offensive possessions. So, um, and they only scored 10 points with that. So we'll take it. But, um, and then Northwestern beats up on Wisconsin, wow. 24 yeah. to at 10. Wisconsin. Yeah, at Wisconsin. Yep. Uh, so. I mean, wow. I don't even know what to really say about that, but w- what do you got for those two games here, Grandpa? Because that really changes things. It puts Minnesota and Wisconsin the same record Big Ten-wise and overall as Nebraska. 
coming into the final two weeks of the season here. Of course, as a reminder, Minnesota and Wisconsin play for Paul Bunyan's axe on the last Saturday of the season. So that game could have a lot of bearing on the Big Ten West race as well. If Nebraska does not win these last two games uh, and, and and ends up beating Iowa here. But uh, we'll see. Uh, well, what, I, I, well, I actually, watched. What, I watched most of that uh was excuse me uh Northwestern Wisconsin game. That it was it was a 14 point win for uh, the Wildcats but that was game was not didn't seem that close. Uh Wisconsin was just they were not very good in that game. Now, I I almost wish that they had won Saturday at home and then maybe they would not be as uh formidable when they face Nebraska, but that's that's uh, probably a mood issue. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. We'll, we'll see. I mean, really, it's just going to now it's for Nebraska. It's just getting to bowl season because uh, Iowa, as we said, picks up their eighth win of the season, fifth in the Big Ten. Yeah. Uh, they're ranked now. They're ranked in the college football playoff rankings at 22nd now in the nation. They picked that up over. They picked that win up over Rutgers 22 to nothing. They blank them. Uh, that was at Iowa in Kinnick Stadium uh, on on past Saturday. Um, Iowa will have to lose to Illinois and Nebraska right. to lose out on the berth to the Big Ten West spot in the Big Ten championship game. My guess is that won't happen. I based off Illinois and the way they've played this year and the way they played against us. And uh, if if Iowa can beat a Rutgers team that probably would be up on Nebraska, they'll destroy Illinois. But crazier things have happened, as we've seen with the Minnesota. Purdue game in the Northwestern Wisconsin game. So we'll see. Uh, we talked about that one a little bit. So I won't ask for your thoughts on that one, Grandpa. Another one I want to hear from you on, Grandpa, is very interesting. Uh, Illinois 48, Indiana 45 yeah. in overtime. Uh, Indiana scores 27 points in the first half, nothing in the third quarter, and then 15 in the fourth, and then right. loses it. Uh, it they got, they got passed on like crazy they did what nebraska's offense wish it could do uh illinois offense did i should say um john paddock who has come in for uh, injured luke altmeyer i believe or i forget who's there now um but uh he's their starting quarterback at the moment through for 507 yards four touchdowns one interception that's the stat line i want from heinrich harburg because this one interception doesn't even matter at that point uh, what are your what are your thoughts on this game grandpa yeah the Illinois, uh, I mean, Indiana, Indiana is not a very good football team. I don't expect the no. coach Tom Allen to be around uh, after this season. I, I don't. I yeah, I don't either. I, I just I don't get it. They're what three and seven overall and one and six in the Big Ten. Yeah, uh, you know, and then you look at what's going to happen to the Big Ten this next year with with the arrival of Southern Cal, UCLA, Oregon, and Washington. I mean, it is going to be vicious. And you better have a coaching staff in in place. Uh, uh, in in some ways, I mean, the schedule has been so f- uh, favorable for Nebraska to get to a bowl game this year that it's a good thing that that Matt Rule came this year instead of coming in next year. Oh, uh, geez, yeah, yeah, because it's it's going to be. I looked at the schedule, and if you, you always have to just preface that with if we don't shoot ourselves in the foot. You know, uh, that next year I, I we could win seven games. I can see seven games on the schedule. Um, you know, and I, I'm not saying we're going to take the conference by storm. That'd be silly. But, but you know, it's it's not a – I guess what I'm saying, it's not a daunting schedule next year. 
even though you're bringing in four uh, teams from the Pac-12. So yeah. uh, I don't know. Nebraska is it just had so many opportunities. It's like their their fate is in their own hands, and they don't. It's like somebody handing you a check for ten thousand dollars, and what you do, you fold it, you put it in your pocket, you go for a run, you uh, you lose the check. Yeah, you don't you don't get to cash it in. If somebody gave that to you, it's it's yours. All you got to do is just cash in on it. Just take it to the yep. bank, endorse it, take it to the bank, and get the money. And yeah. We just Nebraska can't, can't seem to do just, that. Yeah. It's so frustrating. So somebody was telling me, oh, this season is so boring. I said, boring? You get first and goal, and you think you're, you know, you know who knows? It could be a pick six, and, and you know, we go the other <laughs> way. I mean, you never know. That's that's the I mean, it's the tragic part, but it's yeah, you just don't know. I think it's just yeah. exciting as all get out. Yeah, it's also why we love college football. So, and why yeah. we why we why we love to hate Nebraska football, but also love to love Nebraska football at the same time. So, uh, two more scores here for you, Grandpa. We'll start with the less exciting one. Number one, Ohio State, or I should say, recently uh, demoted to number two, Ohio yeah. State. Yeah. Uh, I get that one. We can, we can talk about that uh, later. Maybe that I I think Georgia's win was more impressive over Ole Miss than Ohio States over Penn state or Notre Dame. It just looks better. Uh, But anyway, Ohio state beats up on Michigan state 38 to three. Not really surprised there. And then number three, Michigan, uh, I believe they are, they've been pushed up to number. uh, I think they just stayed number three, uh, which I, I think is wrong. I think that they should be ahead of Ohio state, but um. Anyway, uh, they beat Penn State, number 10 at the time, Penn State, 24 to 15 uh, without Jim Harbaugh. This game was interesting. Uh, and he, I mean, I it was very weird. Michigan really controlled this game. And Penn State kind of kept trying to get back in it. And Michigan was like, no, shut up. And, and, and then Mich- yeah. and Penn State kept trying to like, do a little bit of something and then they'd make some mistake and they put together a nice drive and then fumble it or put together a nice drive and then have an interception or some or not an interception. They didn't throw in any interceptions, but uh, they just kept getting stopped on fourth down. And it was just a weird game to watch. I, and I, I don't really know what to make of it. I'm that's maybe why the committee, uh, the playoff committee decided not to move Michigan anywhere. Uh, but uh, both 10 and 0 Ohio state, Michigan, that, game coming up here in two Saturdays time will decide uh, who from the big 10 is probably going to make the college football playoff unless something crazy happens, but we're not the sec. So they don't like putting two of our teams in the college football playoff. So we'll see what happens there. It was interesting that Penn state after that game fired their offensive coordinator. Oh, I didn't see that. I did not know that. That's, that is interesting. I mean, drew Aller threw for 70 yards and one touchdown, but I don't know how much of that is the Michigan defense just being everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I feel like that's well, kind of unfair, but whatever. Well, Wisconsin's coming up, obviously, this Saturday night in beautiful Camp Randall, and they're a four-and-a-half-point favorite. They have the same record in Nebraska. They're trying to get bowl eligible. Uh, next week they play at Minnesota, and the last two years uh, they've lost to Minnesota, so this is not a gimme for Wisconsin. So they're going to be looking – to beat Nebraska because they, they know how terrible our turnover margin has been. And I think they're licking their chops, just, just waiting for Nebraska to come to, to play them. I think they're, I think they're factoring that in as a W and they're going to go to a bowl game, but wouldn't it be sweet? Oh, it'd be so sweet 
Go oh, yeah. Guys. Well, I don't know if you said this, but since joining the Big Ten, Nebraska has never beaten Wisconsin at Camp Randall. At, right. When Wisconsin is the home team, Nebraska has never won. And, of course, we all remember the game last year. Nebraska loses 15-14 to 14 on yeah. about a minute left in the game at home, uh, and it was depressing. So hopefully that does not happen again this year. But who knows? It's always exciting, as you're saying, Grandpa. We could fumble the ball seven times and somehow still be in the game with two minutes left. So who know. knows? Uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll probably put Jeff Sims to that point and have him try to run the ball in or Anthony Grant, and then we fumble and they return it for a 96-yard touchdown fumble recovery. But we'll see. Um, how are you feeling going into this game? Is this a... Is this feeling like a, a loss? What do you? What's the score prediction? Nebraska has the, the the weapons, uh, and and the, this is you don't need a lot of weapons. I don't believe to uh, to uh, beat uh, Wisconsin. Um, that, but we just we cannot beat ourselves. If we do, we don't deserve to win, and we're going to go five and seven. And and our theme song for the uh, season will be "I'll be home for Christmas." Oh yeah, well, it's uh, uh, yeah. bad. It's my singing is bad on the top of that, but uh, <laughs> yeah, well, that it just adds to the joke. Um, but, the, but the defense is is so, that's so sweet to watch. It is. I think they've been running out of gas because they've been forced. <laughs> on they, the yeah, they play sixty four minutes in a game that's only sixty minutes long. I know that is exactly right. So, you know, if we don't beat ourselves, I, I this is a very winnable game for Nebraska. But boy. Wouldn't it be sweet if you haven't done that? Last time Nebraska won or beat Wisconsin uh, at Cap Randall was 1966. That was 40 years before you were born. That's crazy to think about. Long time. That's pretty crazy to think about. But uh, I mean, man, this this game is really good. I mean, I'll be watching this game, of course, and this will be the most nervous I'll ever be for a Nebraska game. I'll tell you that because. If we don't win this game, I really, really do not believe we can beat Iowa. Yeah. It, just because we make too many mistakes and Iowa feeds off that. And that's how oh, they win yeah. games. Oh, so they love it. we'll see. We tried to blow it at Iowa last year, but uh, of course, that's all the rest of fans talk about is that Iowa game. So maybe, maybe we'll get up for it. It'll be at home. We'll see. Um, but uh, as, as far as Wisconsin goes next week, this is looking like Nebraska's last real chance, especially with the way that Wisconsin has been playing yeah. lately to get into a bowl game. I think that the talk for the big 10 West is basically over because I was going to beat Illinois. I don't think that's a question to anybody. So Nebraska should, I mean, a score prediction wise, I want to go Nebraska. I mean, the way our offense has been playing, I'm going to say Nebraska, like 13, 10, Somewhere around there, Wisconsin, yeah. 13, 10, 17, something like that. It's going to be a game that'll be close, I think, because yeah. both teams have been struggling. But yeah. I mean, it's going to be an ugly game to watch for sure. Yeah. Uh, if you're yeah. neutral, I would not recommend watching this game unless you, unless <laughs> you love turnovers. Exactly. Exactly. They need to put one of those moving warnings up before the game and, and just have it a warning. This game may, may include a, a superfluous amount of turnovers, um, but man, well, you know, I, you, we'll see. You look at, neither team is a scoring juggernaut. I mean, they, that's safe yeah. to say. Uh, on offense, Wisconsin is ranked number four. One one oh four in scoring offense, and Nebraska is worse than that at one twenty one in scoring offense. Uh, where yeah. Nebraska shines, of course, is in rush defense and total defense. Uh, but 
you know, the, the turnover margin, we're 132nd in the country. <laughs> There's 133 teams. Yeah. And I don't and know who's Wisconsin worse than us. is 83. That's not like stellar. And time of possession, Nebraska's 41st in the country, and they're 84th. So I, I, these these figures don't mean anything unless you, you keep turning the ball over five. It doesn't make any difference. You turn the ball over five five times, you're going to lose. I mean, yeah. I, that's insane. It's just insane. Yeah, the only team ranked behind us in turnover margin is Temple with a whopping negative two per game. Negative wow. two turnover differential per game. Nebraska's at negative 1.4. So that is just absolutely amazing. Uh, and, and Temple, of course, is terrible this year. So, uh, But hopefully we'll be back next week with a win. We'll see. Uh, but Camp Rally, that game will be fun. It'll be an ugly game, as I said. But, uh, Grandpa, thanks for taking the time to talk with me today. Of course, you can reach us at hbthpodcast at protonmail.com or huskerdan at cox.net. You can go follow us over on Twitter at hbthuskerspodcast uh, over on Twitter or, or X, whatever I'm supposed to call it now. Uh, but we will talk to you next week, hopefully with a win, hopefully with the bowl game. It's getting down to crunch time for Nebraska. We'll see. But as always... Go Big Red!